Welcome back to the Youth Move Nevada podcast. Guess what? What? We're officially on season two of our podcast series. Wow, time really flies. I can't believe it's already been a year. Time does fly and I'm looking forward to our second season since we're going to be emphasizing collaboration and partnerships, whether it be with organizations in the community or youth in the community. I love that. How are we starting our partnership podcast season off? Let's find out. The views and opinions expressed by the Youth Move Nevada podcast are those of the authors and do not reflect Youth Move National. Any content provided by the speakers and presenters are of their opinion and are not intended to malign anyone or anything. So, we're starting this season off with one of our Youth Move members that has been with us since we went virtual at the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. This youth is always engaged, always sharing her lived experience to help others, and we're so happy that she wanted to partner on a podcast episode. So without further ado, welcome Alana. I'm so happy that you wanted to join us. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hey everyone, my name is Alana, and I'm a sophomore at Variety School. I enjoy watching TikToks and anime in my free time. Awesome. Well, with that intro, I'm interested to know what we're talking about today. Today we are talking about health anxiety. Lana, do you want to talk about this? Yes, I want to talk about anxiety and depression. And as Lexi and I talk more, we started talking about health anxiety. And I realized that this is something new that I'm experiencing and want to learn more about with you guys. That's awesome and really brave of you. And I too am looking forward to talking more about health anxiety. In general, what is health anxiety? Well, let's start by breaking health anxiety down into two separate definitions. First, health means something different to everyone, but generally it's a person's state of physical, mental, and social functioning. So these three areas of function make up your health. On the other hand, we have anxiety. Anxiety comes about at times when we think something bad might or will happen. For example, think of the anxiety someone might feel walking down a dark eerie. You might feel anxious because you perceive some threat or potential danger. This doesn't mean there is any real danger, but what causes the experience of anxiety is that the person truly believes they're in danger. So... If you believe there's a threat or you are in danger, you'll usually feel anxiety. Yeah, most likely you will. Guys, that is very helpful to understand. It is helpful when it comes to piecing these two words together. Health anxiety refers to the experience of believing that there may be a threat to your health, which consequently triggers your anxiety response. Some common health-related fears include having or developing cancer, getting a mental illness such as schizophrenia, developing a thyroid disorder, or that you may have a heart attack. This is all individualized and not everyone thinks about specific problems though. Your fears could be more general in that you simply think something is not quite right or that your body feels off. I feel like at one point we all experience health anxiety who thinks or feels like their health is perfect 24-7. That's true, Alana. That's a great point. To a certain extent, mild forms of health anxiety can affect us all from time to time. You're right. Who hasn't been concerned when waiting for test results to come back or had some worrisome thoughts about a new bump or rash that we noticed? 
when we talk about health anxiety or hypochondria, we're talking about misinterpretations of health. What's an example? So an example would be if my cousin dies from heart cancer, that I now believe it's only a matter of time before I get heart cancer and go down the same path. I remember having anxiety from being sick from school, but really I didn't get anxiety about my health until I experienced certain things with my health. And to me, that totally makes sense, probably because I can relate a lot now. Being diagnosed with type 1 diabetes always made me hyper aware of my health. I often think that that alone may contribute to my health anxiety. Do you guys know what is the difference between anxiety and health anxiety? You know, that's a good question, and there is a difference. According to Harvard Medical School, not all health worries indicate health anxiety. It's normal to be worried about your health from time to time, and it's also normal to have anxiety from time to time. The difference lies in the interpretation of normal physical symptoms. What's an example for that? For example, a person with health anxiety may think that losing circulation in their arm is going to result into a stroke. The reality is, is that they may be feeling numbness in their arm based on the position of their arm. Exactly. And it's difficult to challenge those thoughts. I've had so many moments of panic because of a sunburn or a rash. and My mind makes the jump to skin cancer. Or I start thinking about one of my major internal organs failing. I often get anxiety about my health. I've been having seizures, so I get anxiety about when or where it will happen. And that makes sense, Alana. I think a lot of others can relate to that, too. Personally, um, I've had some eye issues in the past. Um, I've actually had two surgeries. And anytime something goes just a little funky with my vision, I immediately think, oh, God, is something wrong? Will I have to get another surgery? So what are the clear-cut signs of health anxiety? Well, to answer those questions, we are going to use the same reference from Harvard Medical School. And they say, if you have no symptoms, but still have fear that you are sick, that is health anxiety. True. And another sign is if you continue to have anxiety, stress, and nervousness, even after a doctor reassures you and shows you tests that you're healthy. So no matter what anyone tells you, you are still nervous about getting sick or ill? Correct, Amanda. That goes back to what Riley was saying in the perception of the interpretation of our symptoms. Another sign that will look different for everyone but is common is often people with health anxiety will constantly seek health information. This is like if you were to always be on WebMD or spend a lot of time Googling diseases, illnesses, etc. Also, a straightforward sign, if you start reading a story about a disease, you start thinking that you have it. Yeah, you know, I've definitely experienced that when you're just browsing the internet, you see some ad come up or some story and it's talking about a health condition. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm panicked, I'm worried that I I have it or I could potentially have it. And finally, the last sign is that if your worries about your health are interfering with your life, family, work, or hobbies and activities. Do you only have health anxiety if you have all these signs? No, anxiety is individualized, so it will look different for everyone. You may have only one or two of these symptoms and still be diagnosed with health anxiety from a professional. Do you guys want to get into the coping side of health anxiety? You know it. 
It's important to have healthy ways to cope with mental health and anxiety. Luckily, we came prepared. We have some tips from NAMI. NAMI is the National Alliance on Mental Illness, and they shared a blog on how they cope with health anxiety. First, I want to say that health anxiety is treatable by going to a physician or a mental health provider like a psychiatrist. But there are other things you can do to make dealing with health anxiety a little easier. Personally, one way that I cope is by gathering reliable information. For me, I always feel more in control when I have information I can rely on. Make sure you are looking at your sources. Go to websites that end in .org or is at least coming from a mental health resource. Ask questions, learn about health anxiety, and hopefully this can help. We say it often, but I will say it again. Reliable and accurate information goes a long way. What are some sites Youth Move Nevada suggests getting information? I'm glad you asked. Some reliable websites would be NAMI, which we mentioned above. We also like SAMHSA, which is the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Service Administration. And finally, we've used resources from the CDC and Harvard. Thank you. What's another tip to cope? Another tip would be to find what works for you. And by this, I mean what we've been saying this whole time. Mental health is individualized, so it goes without saying that not every solution works well for every person. Let's see how this works with general anxiety. I typically choose to cope by doing guided meditation or going for a walk. Alana, what's your go-to way of coping? I do deep breathing. What about you, Riley? When I experience anxiety, I usually try to take a step back and sort of look at the situation logically. For me, I listen to music, especially jazz. It gets me in the right mood. (laughs) That's awesome, Daniel. See, so it's clear that we all have our own ways of dealing with anxiety. So the same goes for health anxiety. For me, I might want to set limits on how many times I Google symptoms. But someone else may check their body and Google as many times they want until they realize that it's not helping them. That's a perfect example. Another tip from NAMI is to stop blaming yourself. This one is important. I agree. Remember that the negative thoughts you experience are because of anxiety. You aren't telling yourself to be anxious over every spot on your arm, just like you can't tell yourself to simply stop having health anxiety. We're usually the hardest on ourselves, and with anxiety, it's important that you remember to not blame yourself. Yes, Riley, that is a good point. We aren't choosing to have anxiety, so why add more stress about blaming ourselves? Are there more tips? Yes, we have one more for you, and it relates to stigma. Stigma is serious, especially around mental health. But make sure that stigma doesn't stop you from seeking help or getting treatment. Remind yourself that you are the one going through this, and you are the one that knows how it feels. I know it's hard, but try your best to challenge the shame and the negative attitudes. I know that getting professional help can also cause anxiety. Absolutely, and I'm glad you're so aware and mentioned that because it's true. Again, remind yourself that you have to start somewhere. I'm glad we took time to look further at one branch of anxiety that relates to our health. Me too. I enjoy sharing about health anxiety, and I'm thankful that Alana gave us the opportunity to talk about it. I think it's important to keep talking about anxiety to continue raising awareness. Yes, girl, preach. 
conversations like we had today are important and you have our word that we will continue talking about mental health. Remember that health anxiety is different for everyone and no one will deal with their situation the same. Thank you, Joanna, for joining us today. You're welcome. For more information, you can access the resources we talked about and other episodes on the Youth Move Nevada webpage on the Nevada PEP website by visiting www.nvpep.org. We also share content on all social media platforms, so make sure to follow at Youth Move Nevada on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Bye, everyone. Bye. The theme music used in this podcast was created by Youth Move Nevada member TJ Stevens of Falanche Entertainment.